This is Matt Peters. This is Lex Lutz. And you're listening to Lex and Matt's Excellent Adventure. Oh, crap. Were we supposed to do that at the same time? No. Okay. <laughs> Start the show. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome back to Lex and Matt's Excellent Adventure. We are your hosts with the most, Lex and Matt, and we're here for you. I'm here for me, but you guys can join. Yeah. So you're welcome to. There it is. <laughs> Emphasis on you're welcome. All right. So we got a few different directions we can go with this. Do we yes. want to start with a few uh, notes about our last episode being the Lexi Awards? Yeah. Do we want to go with the in memoriam? Because holy shit, there's a lot of that. Oh, yeah. Everyone died, guys. I We took a week off because my job was insane and I was losing my fucking mind. Mm-hmm. Um, and then everybody died. So let's start with the Lexi Awards and then we'll talk about death. Okay. And then right. kids will talk about death. So we want to we want to go out and say this, that if you are uh, a winner of the of a prestigious Lexi Award, um, you know, first of all, congratulations, because that's that's an achievement. Uh, mm-hmm. If if you do want, as these have gone out now into the world, if you do find yourself in want or desire of a physical Lexi Award. We have that for you right here. Well, you know, the metaphorical right here. But we have it for you. So if you want one to sit on your mantle or take a picture with on your social medias, by all means, reach out to us at Lex and Matt across the board. We will gladly send you your your well-deserved trophy. Yeah, Phoebe Bridgers, if you're listening, if you want a Lexi Award... Let us know. <laughs> if right. my girlfriend is listening, no, no, I I didn't say that. I don't I don't think your girlfriend was eligible this year, but maybe next year. I don't think she wants me giving an award to Phoebe Bridgers because she knows a quote that I said to my our, my friend Preston of the Paperback Whale music. Look it up. Anyway, <laughs> um, shout out to Turtle Soup because they're also in that. Um, but yeah, uh, Preston said apparently one time, and this is just, I don't even remember saying this, but it sounds like me. I said every day that I'm not fucking free Phoebe Bridgers is a waste of time. Oh. Like, it's a wasted day. So. Okay, all right. So anyway, my girlfriend doesn't need to know that part of me <laughs> trying to get Phoebe Bridgers' Lexi Award, but you know. That's true. Now, in our Discord earlier this week, we were trying to get you a... a, a, um, a uh, how do I describe this? Elvira is selling a uh, a replica pillow of um of her of her boobs. Yes. And we were trying to procure said pillow for you in the Discord group. Unfortunately, by the time that I, we had gotten to the website, they sold out. So I so I saw all of this after it had sold out mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. I was working and then I opened the discord and much like Troy walking into the apartment <laughs> on fire, holding a bunch of pizzas, I was tagged in things and going, what the fuck are you guys doing? <laughs> um, should Elvira's boobs via a pillow arrive at my house? I will be disturbed, but not surprised because this is my life. Um, but yeah. Yeah. And you know, it seems like it's a gift of comfort. You know, that's all the listeners want. They want you to be comfortable. They want you to, you know, have something to, to rest your head against at night after a hard day at your day job. You know, it's yeah. a very thoughtful gesture. I, I would think it is. It is a very thoughtful gesture. And it's, I, it's the kind of pillow that has the sequence on it. So you can rub your hand back and forth and it changes like to another image. It? What does it change into? Now I need to go back and look at it again. I think you can like rake your nails across it and it looks like she's bloody. It's, you know, for the horror <laughs> side of things. Oh, yeah. For the Jesus. horror. Yeah. I'm clicking <laughs> on it now. <laughs> like, it would be creepy if a fan made that. But since she's peddling it, it's okay. You know? It was $40. I'm glad you guys didn't buy me this. That's expensive. I mean, you know, the dude with the my pillow selling it for about that much. So at least but you know, can virus, you put a price on comfort and boobs? That's right. You really can't. That's right. You know, you get hashtag priceless. <laughs> She's a national treasure right up there with Dolly. So, 
Um, oh, if if Dolly had one, oof, then I'd really be sold. Mm-hmm. That would you know, okay. We're gonna move on. Um, oh. yeah. So oh, okay. Of the- whatever you were thinking, I'm I'm on board. I guess with it. I don't know. <laughs> Should I write that check blank? We're Maybe. gonna yeah. Um, we're gonna move on. We're gonna talk about some of the other winners and, and whatnot. Did you get a chance in the interim to check out? Any of the uh, suggestions that our listeners wrote in for for things that we should enjoy, or things that they voted for to receive a Lexi Award? Um, I haven't. Work has been insane. Yeah, yeah, no, that makes sense. But that makes sense. I would love to have seen the li- like most of the listeners' favorite movie, the Spider Man yeah. movie. Um, but I can't do that because Disney's being a dick. There's a global pandemic, but they have decided to not allow me to to buy the Spider-Man. I would pay I would pay thirty dollars for the Spider-Man. I'm just throwing that out there, Matthew. Yeah, no, I. But I can't. Totally agree with that sentiment. I would love to pay for the Spider-Man, but unfortunately, they won't take our they won't take our monies. We want. We have the monies, guys. That's we are right. ready to pay, <laughs> and they will not let us. I'm bitter. You know, it's always weird. Like. I, I see those notifications go up from Best Buy and other stores mm-hmm. of, of such ilk uh, when they say, hey, you can pre-order uh, Spider-Man No Way Home right now. It's got a steel case and, yeah. you know, make sure to lock in your physical edition uh, pre-order uh, right now. And it's like, sure. OK, great. When's it coming out? And then in the little section down there, it's like, no, no date listed yet. Like, OK, so what? just tell me so I can be ready. Just tell me so I know when to look out for it. Yeah. But I will say this. Um, speaking of Disney goodness, I checked out the movie Encanto, and it is really incredibly enjoyable. It's a musical in the classic Disney fashion. I think you're going to love it. I, I really do, because that, it's it's just that's so hard. I mean, yeah, musicals like that are, are a selling point for me. I need to watch it. I just haven't gotten around to it, you yeah, know? Yeah. I mean, it wasn't on my radar, but because, you know, we, we had so many people write in about it, I'm like, okay, yeah. let me see what all the hype is about. Of course, Lin-Manuel Miranda, you know, if you've seen Hamilton, basically, you know what his musical style is, so you're ready for it. And I'm like, all right, you know, I know what's coming, but no, 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 no. You will be rocking your hips along to this you'll be dancing along to it it's really good it's so enjoyable the voice cast is you know right on point um i'm always glad to see john lakewazamo in a a project so it was cool that he was involved in that and yeah i just i was blown away i'm so glad that i watched encanto isn't lin-manuel didn't lin-manuel direct that movie tick tick boom as well i don't know that new one i'm looking it up right now the one about the guy that wrote rent yeah Hmm. He did. He directed that. Man, wow. he's he's killing it, right? I mean, obviously the guy wrote fucking Hamilton, so yeah. he's been killing it. But <laughs> just the fact that he seems to have made this transition into film, yeah, and is not having issues with that is impressive because that doesn't always happen, right? You know, right? There's not always a translation like that. It's not always so seamless, but he is he has integrated himself so well into this it's almost as if it comes natural to him which yes let's say it it comes natural to him he is a pro and during all this he still takes time mm-hmm. to show up a la john ham on different projects just out of nowhere and just you know completely nail it and completely own the moment i mean hell the guy was gizmo duck on the 2017 ducktail series he's always going to be aces in my book this is not going to be a ducktales podcast matthew <laughs> first of the year baby first of the year this is not going to be a fucking <laughs> ducktales podcast take no so yeah no. i'm really glad that i watched that in council i think you're going to love it when you see it um yeah i think i will too yeah so thanks to everybody that recommended that of course i want to see the spider-man as well um you know i just want it on disney plus you know I, that's what I want right now. I'd love for it to ju- them to just throw it up there and be like, "Hey, it's thirty bucks," but then you own it, kind of yeah. like they did, with, how they did with Black Widow. I don't know if anyone has recommended this, but have mm-hmm. you heard of this show, Evil, on Paramount Plus? I legitimately thought that you were going to be like, "Have you heard of pirating?" Because I was <laughs> going to be like, <laughs> "I have, Matthew, but tell me more, tell me more." Well, no, let's go down that street for a second. So let's let's discuss this in a, in a very Ooh. roundabout but obvious way. So mm. my friend told me 
that, you know, they haven't pirated anything in a very long time. But because they were so excited to see the Spider-Man movie, Mm -hmm. they wanted to watch it. So they decided to dust off the old Pirate Bay, open up the old BitTorrent and see what they could do. Unfortunately, that is not the way things done or, uh, are done anymore. So they had to go to other methods. There's a, a, a website um, that I won't name on the show uh, because I, I know a lot of people would like that to stay up. But it seems as if the only version that's out there of Spider-Man No Way Home is a handheld camcorder version that somebody recorded in a theater. Funny enough, it took the time to put closed captions on there, which is Amazing. Kudos to that person who did that. You know, I, I'm I'm a big fan of honor amongst thieves. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of of not being an ableist thief. Exactly. Of just being a thief. <laughs> that's good. Good for you. So yeah, good. I mean they deserve a, a huge, huge kudos to that, uh for that for that little detail. Um but yeah, yeah I, I guess mean, shout out to the pirate. Shout I don't out know, to the pirate. But it's just so odd in this day and age that this movie has made uh, so much money at the at the box office. It's it's basically playing in every theater that's open right now. Mm-hmm. Yet no theater, no teen working at a theater working that video uh, camera up in the booth has taken that MOV file and moved it from that hard drive to like a thumb drive and taken it home and uploaded it on the internet. How is this not? Dude, happening? they're scared. They must I'd be. I'd be scared of Disney. Yeah. Oh, man. Disney. Absolutely. Because not only are you, like, ruining your career, you're probably going to, like, get that theater shut down. That's a lot of pressure on a person. Yeah. I but, wouldn't do it. I mean, it has happened with with smaller projects, you know? Like yeah, they're, but they're, they don't have the, the lawyers that Disney has that yeah. scare the shit out of people. I think there's some type of... Um, extra copyright protection measures on these files now that I'm just not aware of because I'm not in I'm, that industry. Yeah. But I, I'd agree. There's gotta be something more to it that yeah. makes it difficult to get it out there. But I mean, I, I don't know if you've experienced this, but you know, back in the before times when, uh, you know, I'd go to the movie theater. Sometimes you would get a glimpse of the, uh, the theater worker actually having to go to the windows desktop and like finding the file and clicking on it to start the movie. Mm-hmm. It's a weird feeling because it's like, well, what the fuck? You just, <laughs> you just bring your laptop from home. Am I just, <laughs> yeah. How does this work? It, Cause it takes the magic out of it. You know, you're, you're in the back of your head. You think there's somebody behind you just with like, you know, a reel to reel camera and just like, you can hear it flapping as it goes around and the projector and everything. Nope. It's just somebody playing a video file like you would at home and, and projecting I mean, it on a big screen. Yeah, more recently, yeah. Yeah. But before that, they they were still running film. Yeah, and there's some theaters that still do use film. Of course, IMAX, you know, you got to have it on film because, you know, the IMAX quality is uh is is uh critical. But um maybe um, this is the filming process uh, process. Maybe I'm wrong. Does the Atomo does do they do they does Atomo like uh or what's it called, the Draft Atmos? House? Oh, Alamo Draft House. Yeah. Yeah. Alamo, that's it. Do they do they run they run film right? I think they do it both ways, but they only use yeah. film um, for the older uh, for the older uh, movies that they run. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Anywho, yeah, it's just surprising to me that no <laughs> one has figured that out yet because everyone who wanted to see this movie for the most part that was willing to brave the theaters saw it, um, but nobody has a copy. <laughs> Not even from overseas. Yeah. You know, it's I don't know. It's interesting. I, it's just so frustrating because, like, yeah, I could go, but it just seems like an unnecessary risk. Yeah. And I just don't want to do it. I, I really don't. I mean, really, l- almost every other person I know is testing positive right now. I know. And that's why it's like, yeah, I don't. Every time that I get an I've been inkling a little in under my the mind, weather. like I, I've been a little under the weather the past two days, and I'm like, hmm. is it? I don't know. I hope not. I hear you. you I know? mean, it's it's so easy to catch. But there are now. no tests, so it's easier than, yeah. than ever. You know, um, <laughs> Wario sixty four. I'm, I'm double vaxxed, like booster, and because I got that one one shot Johnson Johnson, so mm-hmm. I am. I did get my booster and all that. So. Oh, one shot Johnson. Yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> 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 no, but the um, 
the at-home tests are so hard to come by now that Mm -hmm. Wario64, the guy who usually tells people about the PlayStation 5 drops and the Xbox uh, Series X, he's letting people know when they can get these tests at Walmart and Amazon now as well. He's, He's added that to his service, so shout out to him. Yeah, and if you want a test, your local plug probably has some. Man. Apparently, all the drug dealers have been uh, have been selling rapid tests. Well, shit, man. Now that like, weed shit, is legal, they're on fucking Snapchat and shit. Yeah, this is a um, conversation I've had with a few folks. Like now that weed is basically legal uh, in most places in the country, like what are they doing? I mean, sure, harder drugs, but they're you still know. selling because it's cheaper. Well, yeah, but the quality, you know, the quality is not always there. So where you would have the quality is like, not always there, but there's always going to be teenagers who want the skunk weed because they can't afford anything else. That's true. That is true. And they can't legally buy it if they're young enough. So there's always going to be a market. Mm-hmm. You got a point there. <laughs> yeah. I just think like, yeah, the adults who are making good money. No, they're going to go to a dispensary, but there's lot of people who are like i'm living paycheck to paycheck and i just want to not fucking deal with life look at look <laughs> so at me they're just gonna go look at me showing my privilege why don't the poor just go to dispensary like everybody else if why, they just why don't the poor just go spend a couple hundred dollars at a dispensary <laughs> well first they got to get their card and spend a lot of money on their card right right someone on and Twitter, you know like the cards here we have to get them renewed every seven months seven months that's insane like and it costs like a hundred dollars at least or something like that that's wild to me now you don't even need a medical card you just like do the recreational stuff and you can still just drive up and pick up yeah well that's not we don't have recreational here you can have weed but you can't enjoy it it's decriminalized um in my area though i'm just throwing that out there for the record anyway Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. anyway um what was I going to say? On. Yeah, yeah, for sure. We're doing that. Um, let's talk about, we were going to talk about a, a, a late breaking award, uh, for the, for the Lexis. Um, Ooh. yes, the New Mutants Award, as in the movie that doesn't exist because it kept getting pushed back to the point that when it finally came out, nobody cared. So it may or New may Mutants not. New Mutants doesn't exist. It may or may not be real. You've we told me know. that you watched you, you've told me that you've watched a movie called New Mutants. I really feel like you were high yeah, as a kite. It's that possible. wasn't real. You remember that movie Be Kind Rewind starring Jack Black and Most Def? Yeah. Yeah. So for those unfamiliar, uh, the premise of the film, it was a very indie film and it was very goofy, um, was that these two guys that worked in a mm-hmm. video store, when those existed, they somehow... Oops, erased all the movies on all the VHS tapes in the video store. So they had to <laughs> go and remake these movies with a super low budget, mm-hmm. like cardboard boxes and shit like that. And it was, it was cute, but it was like, it got old after like 20 minutes, I think. Um, so yeah, maybe that's what happened with New Mutants. They didn't film it the first time or somebody mistakenly deleted the file. Right. And they had to go back and make this other movie called, quote unquote, New Mutants. But it's not the same movie. Anyway, that award goes to Morbius. Morbius, starring Jared Leto, uh, has been delayed once again. Now they're saying that this movie has been delayed more times than New Mutants. So does it exist? I don't think so. Ooh. Mm -mm. Nope. I wonder what the most delayed movie of all time is. That's a good question. I don't know, but I'm thinking Morbius has has a good chance of being it. Let me look it up. Okay. So, yeah. uh, Let's see. It had been set to open. Avatar has got to be really delayed, right? Oh, the Avatar sequels. Yeah. Those, man, those have been like dangled in front of us like a carrot for, for years now. So, originally, Morbius was supposed to come out January 28th. Uh, of course, it's moved back because of the pandemic. Uh, it has been moved... Huh. It doesn't even say in the article when it's actually coming out. Late January. I doubt that. I don't think it's actually coming out. Yeah. <laughs> Morbius released it. It doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. Oh, I forgot about Nailed. 
What was that? Nailed was a weird one. Okay. Nailed was a movie with Jake Gyllenhaal, Jessica Biel, several other people. I have never seen it. I don't know if it ever came out officially. Um, it was David O. Russell who's like, you know, directed American Hustle and Silver Linings Playbook. Yeah. And he made this movie and like it, it, it was like five years in development hell. Or not even development help in post development help because they made the fucking movie mm-hmm. and they just sat out there with all of those names attached to it. Nothing oh. ever happened with it, you and could... then I think they just ended up throwing it out somewhere on streaming. I guess you could say that. Um, what's his name? Uh, Louis C.K.'s movie this is the most delayed movie of all time. The one that he was going to uh, debut at some festival before you know he died in that horrible boating accident. It's it, it's cutting out. What? What? And I was saying Louis C.K.'s movie that he was going to release at the festivals before he died in that horrible boating accident. That's been delayed. Oh, yeah. yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. Jeez. So the official R. word R. on P., Morbius. But not really. Anyway. <laughs> according to CNN.com, Morbius has been pushed yes. back by Sony from January 28th to April 1st. So, yeah, that sounds like it's made up again. April Fools. Yeah, that's not real. Nope. Is anyone excited for Morbius the Living Vampire? Man, Jerry Leto is, I guess. Maybe. No, he's not. He's (laughs) off doing ayahuasca or something and, like, assaulting people. Yeah. I'd assume. Yeah. Right? He's not a good guy. I feel bad, though. No, he's not. He's a piece of shit. Fuck him. No, he sucks. I feel bad for Matt Smith because it seems like... Ever since Doctor Who, he has been hitching his wagon to projects that just don't go anywhere. You know, um, he was in that Terminator movie, like Terminator Genesis or one of those. And it was like the worst of the of the line, you know. Mm-hmm. He was also in um, this most recent yeah. uh, Edgar Allen, not Edgar Allen, uh, Edgar Wright <laughs> movie that came out that. It was critically acclaimed, but it didn't do yeah. that well. Like, nobody saw it, obviously, because of the pandemic and everything, and it wasn't available simultaneously for streaming. Right. It's about to hit video, though, um, so hopefully it'll do better there. I'm going to check it out. I, My thing with, with Matt Smith, like, how do I say this right? I'm thinking. When you're, <laughs> when you're, when you're kind of weird looking. Okay. You, your, your roles are, I, I'm wondering if he's getting the like, like, should he be getting like Steve Buscemi type roles? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm this. That's brutal, but hey. You got a point. He's my favorite doctor. He's my favorite doctor. <laughs> that, I don't I don't have anything against him. I just are you trying to sell him as like a dreamboat to me cuz I don't he looks like a lion. They really are. I I you know Anyway. Anyway. A lot of people died. Yeah. That's the next bit of news. Shit, we're just going to like fly head first into this one. Here we go. Well, we're already in the dark place. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit. All right. So since we <coughs> last recorded, Betty White, John Madden, Sidney Poitier, and Bob Saget have died. My God. Like, that's just the. <laughs> it's not funny. It's, it's not. not funny. It, no, what no, 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 no. Fuck? Let me get, look. I'm going to jump in here first with you. Look, it's not funny. But I, those four people. Are the four people like if you if you randomly picked four people, those are the four random people you would pick. You know what I mean? Like, what the fuck? All four of them. It 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 feels like a list that Stefan from SNL made. Yeah. Of like this week's hottest <laughs> death club. Like what? It's got I, I everyone. Can't. It's got um, Betty White. John Madden, Sidney Poitier, and Bob Saget. It's got everyone. (laughs) Betty White, John Madden, Sidney Poitier. Like, like, you know, just, oh, my God. Yeah. 
I so yeah, like okay, see, uh, Betty White, Sydney Poitier were both very old, ninety four and ninety nine, I believe, respectively. Betty White was like two weeks shy of her hundredth birthday. Right, right. How so, old was John Madden? Do you know? John Madden, I'm not sure, but I, I bet mean, he was in his eighties at least. Yeah, I he he played football though. I mean, I don't imagine those gentlemen, you know, they they have a shorter lifespan just because of the oh they age. Yeah, they but, age like milk. Yeah, he was eighty-five, so he lived a long. <laughs> he he lived a good long life, you know. Yeah, Bob Saget died fairly young by today's standards, though. 65. Sixty-five is young. Yeah, I think. Yeah, and you know, maybe not young, but it's not. It's not like. It's not like, oh, yeah, okay. Like, you know, that's when people start retiring and stuff. Right. And, I mean, he's been very active lately. He's, of course, you know, uh, been on the, the Full House reboot, Fuller House. I think that's still in production, or it's going to start production again soon. Uh, no, it's not. I think that one's gone. Oh, that's done? Okay. Well, he's still doing his stand-up work. He's got a podcast. He had a podcast. Um, and, I mean, from what I understand, like, he wasn't missing a step. People didn't see anything wrong with him. Uh, he was fully vaxxed and boosted. Um, you know, usually when it comes to stand-up comedians, especially those that have like a darker edge to them, the first thing people think is, mm-hmm. you know, oh, well, he must have had substance abuse problems. Well, so far, uh, you know, the toxicology reports that, and they've, they've addressed this on the Today Show and other news outlets as well. Um, he, he's clean. There was, there was nothing in his system of that nature. So it's just very sudden. And they, yeah. They, right now they're thinking a, um, a stroke or a heart attack was what I last read. Yeah. yeah. Like a sudden, you know, uh, last, last I read earlier today, uh, like a sudden stroke or heart attack. Hopefully it was quick. Yeah. You know, as yeah. morbid as that sounds. Well, let's, let's go know. down the list here and just kind of give, give these wonderful people their due one by one. So Betty White, of course, mm-hmm. you know, she is just an amazing person. Um, people started commenting on her, of course, for years ago because she was one of the golden girls. And of course, at that time, um, you know, people of that age were portrayed as kind of like at the end of the line and everything like that. So after Golden Girls went off the air, you know, people were just like, oh, she must, you know, be pretty old and they just stopped production. She had such a lucrative career after that show went off. She did Hot in Cleveland. She became an Internet meme, basically, mm-hmm. to the point where uh, we willed into existence uh, a hosting gig for her on SNL. And she did a fantastic job. And that was like, what, a decade ago? And she's still been like kicking and just like doing amazing shit. Um, you know, she, she has an internet feud with Ryan Reynolds. And I, I'm saying, uh, you know, present tense, like she's still here because it, it just seems like she's always been here. You know, she's literally, somebody pointed out Betty White is older than sliced bread. And yeah, I mean, yeah, that's fucking amazing. 99 years old. Um, of course, everyone was, was very excited to celebrate her 100th birthday with her, uh, which was going to be on January 17th. Um, she was big into uh, supporting local rescues and animal shelters. So uh, what, what folks are suggesting now is on January 17th, you should pick a local rescue or animal shelter in your area and donate to that uh, in her honor. So, I mean, I think that's a fitting tribute. Yeah, I think that's great. Yeah. Great idea. Yeah. But, you know, people are trying to do math now to make it work where she did hit 100. <laughs> like, you know, just forget all those fucking leap year days. Those don't mean anything anyway. If you add all those up, uh, you'll get the extra days needed to give her her 100th birthday. So, happy 100th birthday. I don't birthday, know. Buddy. I think it's funny to die right before you turn 100. I think that's a good way to go. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that's fu- she dies like two weeks before her hundredth birthday. What a way to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, always leaving one and more, and she did. So you know, shout out to Betty White. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, of course, you know, there's there's going to be a, a Golden Girls. There was already scheduled to be a Golden Girls um 
like celebration in Chicago. Of course, it keeps getting pushed back because fucking everything sucks right now. But, uh, you know, just I I can't imagine that they're going to do anything except do this in her honor now when it actually does happen. So, yeah, Um, John Madden, um, of course, everybody knows and I'm not going to pretend that I am. I'm not a big football guy, but I am a big gamer. And every person who has ever touched a football video game or has seen a football video game commercial knows that John Madden's name is synonymous with quality NFL football. Um, We all know his voice. We've seen him on ad campaigns our entire lives. Uh, I've never seen the man play football, but I know that he's associated with that sport like nobody's business. So, of course putting his name on the best-selling football game of all time year after year that means something and so this loss is especially hard for those who are uh you know big fans of his yeah for sure i did not realize he was still alive i know that's terrible but it's you know the reality um so i was shocked to hear that he had died there you go all right Sorry, football fans. Sydney Portier. Sydney Portier is I'm, one of those names. I mean, I kinda I kinda thought Sydney Portier was dead too. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, honestly, same. And he's been around forever. I mean the man yeah, was, was he was old. Ninety four years old. Um but his name mm-hmm. has always been synonymous with just like, you know, and he was the actor's actor. Like he was the one that you put up on the shelf. Like he was the shining example mm-hmm. of this is how you fucking play a role. And yeah, everything that he did for his entire career was groundbreaking because he was like the first to do so many different things. But I'll never forget um, just seeing him in Guess Who's Coming to Dinner. And this wasn't even that long ago. This was like a couple of months ago. I'd never seen that movie. I'd seen him in The Heat of the Night. I've seen him in To Serve With Love, A yeah. Raisin in the Sun, of course. Um, but I'd never seen Guess Who's Coming to Dinner. But there, there came a time where Dee and I were just sitting and we were just like flipping through channels, just trying to figure something out to watch. And I'm like, oh, I'm just going to put this on for a second while we figure out what to watch. And his performance in that was just so captivating. We ended up watching all the rest of that movie just to see what he was going to do. Because he is just so intense and he just embodies the roles that he's in. And it's just he's amazing, amazing actor. He deserves all the accolades, of course. Uh, people well more qualified than I have <laughs> have, have sung his praises. But, man, this yeah, man. Yeah, he's, he's one of the greatest actors ever. Like, I don't think that's up for debate, Yeah, you know. Yeah, born in Miami, Florida. Just died. Oh, I didn't know that. Interesting. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And apparently he did a comedy with Dan Aykroyd that I never saw. I'm like, that's a... Okay. Um, Oh, and he directed Stir Crazy. I didn't know he did that. Yeah. And he directed Stir Crazy with Richard Pryor and Gene Wilder. Really? Yeah. Bob Saget, of course. And then Bob Bob Saget. And then Bob Saget. Passed away just... Was what yesterday? It's like two days ago. Yeah, just out of the blue. I've lost track of time. Sorry, guys. I'm like, how the fuck? And it's like, okay, so I remember everybody has that moment where they find out who Bob Saget really is. You know, Um, this is the man that growing up in the 80s and 90s, you remember him from Full House, of course. Remember him from uh, America's Funniest Home Videos. It's one of the filthiest men on the face of this earth. And. For many of us, the first time that we discovered that was his cameo in Half Baked, the Dave Chappelle movie. <laughs> yeah. Where he was in an AA meeting and he stood up and he just said, you know, uh, he sucked dick for crack or something like that. And it was just like, oh my God, I yeah. can't believe they convinced <laughs> Bob Saget to say that in a film when in actuality, Bob Saget was up on stage doing his stand up saying a lot worse than that. Uh, <laughs> we just didn't yes, know. Yes, exactly. All right, so that's everybody that we know of, that we're aware of. If we missed anybody that's that's uh, you know worth note, uh, 
please let us know. Uh, rest in peace to all those uh, wonderful, talented people who have given us so much entertainment over the years. Um, yeah, that's a lot, man. Yeah, it was. It's it's a really intense and heavy week for like celebrity deaths. Week and a half, I guess, is more accurate. Yeah. So. People seem the most upset about Bob Saget from what I've gathered. Because Betty White, obviously, everyone was, like, devastated. And we've talked for years about, like, we can't let Betty White go. But, like, at the end of the day, she was 99 years old, you know? Yep, that's true. It is true. And like you said, with Sidney Poitier and and John Madden, these are guys that we may have thought already passed away. Right, right. Just because they haven't been in the public eye as much. But, yeah. Bob Saget, man. So strange. Yeah, very. All right. Okay. So, so. A little notes here. Um, I've started an online petition to change the show's title from This Is Us to This Was Us after it wraps up at the end of the season. So, yeah, you know, I, I don't like you for that. Make sure Moving to sign on. that petition. Uh, also, it seems, um, no. as this <laughs> was just announced, uh, Kanye West has a documentary uh, heading to Netflix next month, which is spelled uh, Gene, yes, somehow, but in a very weird way. Um, now, you may be wondering why I'm bringing that up, because uh, it was also revealed that Kanye West plans on going to Russia and sitting down with President uh, Putin uh, in the near future. Oh, great. Yeah. Is he gonna piss on his awards, his his Grammys and stuff in this documentary as well? He he made a track for Putin, uh, but I heard that Putin said that he's not gonna use it on his next album, so he's just gonna go whoopity scoop over it over and over again. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's gonna happen. Jeez. <laughs> <sighs> Every time we we talk about Kanye, I'm like, you were like insanely talented. And yeah. now, what's something going happened. On? Something happened. Well, I mean, obviously, the loss of his mother affected him in a very severe way. But we've we've given time to trying to figure out Kanye uh, on previous episodes, and uh, we have not yet figured it out. We haven't solved it. We have no. not solved this mystery. No. no. We love you, Kanye. We want you to. We want you to be all right, man. That's that's the main thing. Um, something I am that, indifferent about you, Kanye. I'm that. just gonna admit that. Also yeah. that. Um, another shorty here. Turns out that two LAPD officers were fired recently, uh, as it was revealed that they were chasing a Snorlax in Pokemon Go instead of stopping two guys from robbing a convenience store. This is a real story. This this is. <laughs> And they, they fought to have this information uh, withheld from the public record because it was so embarrassing. I mean, they're the only good ones, right? Can we can we say that? Probably. You know, Possibly. I was talking about this in the Discord a little bit, too. It's funny, but it's sad. It's really funny, but it's really sad. Because... <laughs> On the on the funny part, yeah, in a in a in a perfect world, this would be humorous. No one died, no one got hurt. In our current day world, it's kind of fucked up because we have to think no one died, no one got hurt. Yeah, that's <sighs> right. <laughs> I I echo that sentiment. Yeah, yeah. Um, people have been remixing old episodes of Thomas the Tank Engine that were narrated by George Carlin with clips of George Carlin's stand-up material interspersed throughout, and it is as hilarious as it sounds. TikTok has ruined our brains. It really has. <laughs> I'm fine with it, honestly. Am I, it wasn't that great of a brain to begin with. Jesus. <laughs> It's given us a little bit more of our brain power back, though, because, you know, when it was Vine, it was, what, seven seconds or something like that. At least with TikTok, you get like 30 seconds, maybe a minute, you know, so your attention span is suffering. over a minute. Yeah. Yeah. It's not suffering quite as much anymore. So that's good. God forbid we only had seven seconds before, but now we have over a minute. That's right. 
something else stupid. The Chicago shows, which apparently now go under the banner of One Chicago, are having an MCU-style crossover, which seems like unnecessary. Like the Chicago Fire, PD, all those shows? Yeah. So they're doing what a law they and order. What are going to do? They're yeah. going to all come together and what? Is there going to be like a, a boat accident or something? What are I, they going to do? Our Thanos is Lori Lightfoot, so it's going to be oh, quite geez. an event. <laughs> oh, will they be able to stop her? <laughs> Find out. <laughs> Next week. Next week on the Chicago shows. Um, okay, that's all the stupid stuff I have. You had something in here about uh, Black Panther, is that right? Maybe. Um, Possibly. It's Marvel. What is this? I don't even remember. This is like two weeks of notes, guys. So yeah, yeah. bear with me <laughs> as I am not a professional. Um, they they're not going to recast T'Challa. Um, some I guess some fans were talking about trying to get Chadwick Boseman's brother mm. to replace him, which I. I thought that was interesting. I think that's why I added this to it, because I was like, oh, well, they've kind of done that in other movies. Like, Paul Walker's brother has stepped in for him, and yeah. they've imposed his face on, like, Paul Walker's face digitally onto him. Mm-hmm. Um, and this, so this one says that um, Latita Wright has, um, you know, had her issues with the studio. So, like, the rumor was that she was going to be Black Panther, but now right. because of all this weird shit about vaccines and stuff with her, that yeah, there's rumors that Okoye is going to be the new Black Panther. Okay, I could see at that. at least temporarily is what it says, and then she's rumored to be getting her own Disney Plus series. I would love for that to be the case, um, simply because you know Denai Guerra, uh, who has been on Walking Dead and some other projects, of course, she was one of the people most excited to be involved with Black Panther. You know, I remember mm-hmm. when it was announced that she was involved in it and she was just like on social media and interviews and stuff like that, just saying how happy she was about it. It's a huge step in her career. So just to know that, you know, they're they're really sticking by her and and making her a big part of this. I'm I'm that makes me happy. I'm really glad about yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I hope that's the case. I hope that they kind of use the cast that they have and try to rebuild the story around it. Um, Ryan Ryan Coogler is such an incredible director that I believe if anyone can do it, he can. Right. You know? That's the other thing, too. I know that we lost Chadwick, and, I mean, that's that's still, you know, it still hurts. Um, mm-hmm. Letitia Wright, I'm, a lot of people were in her corner, you know, just based on the way that she played. Uh, the character Shuri. In, Shuri in the movie. Um, but of course her, her comments outside of the movie and her unwillingness to, you know, actually adhere to studio standards and, and the, the sort of rumors that have been going around make it seem like it's less likely that she's going to be, uh, involved as heavily as they wanted her to be. I just, I feel for Ryan Coogler because before, yeah. when the, when the movie was first announced, it was just, you know, it was an uphill battle in as much like, it's Black Panther. It's an outdated character. Nobody cares about Black Panther anymore. You know, that sort of thing. And yeah. that's a lot to fight against. But now it's, oh, my God, Black Panther. It was such an amazing movie. What are you going to do for the next one? You can't possibly make it as good as the first. And it's like, well, shit, now he's just fighting against himself. You know? And Yeah, he's he's kind of putting a a lose-lose situation. Where yeah. He's like, you can't compete with the previous film because he lost one of the, you know, he lost the lead. Um, it, you know, it's sad. It's it, I don't want them to not make another movie, but it almost feels like how, you know, they didn't make another Batman with the Joker after Heath Ledger died for right. that. Like, it, it almost feels like that. Like, you can't do it. Like, they didn't even allude to Heath Ledger. And, I mean, just from a thematic standpoint, it didn't make much sense that this guy who was such a big deal yeah. In that movie, wouldn't even be mentioned, not even referenced by anybody from like the cops to Bruce to Alfred to Bane. No Did they ever reveal that. what the, the the story was going to be before Heath Ledger died for that third movie? They never did. They never did. Because I'd be so curious to hear that. 
I mean, we may we may find out one day. I don't even know if anyone's ever asked him that in interviews, but I know for a while there was a you know a, a, a cinematic going around where uh, you know when everybody broke out of Arkham in that one part in the last film, mm-hmm. like he was in one of the uh, in one of the doors that didn't open or something like that, and he just kind of like laughed at oh, himself. Oh yeah, like that would have been like a fitting tribute, but they didn't even want to touch that character out of respect for him. So. You know, yeah, I don't blame them. No, I mean, you know, it's 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 everybody's individual choice as a as a creator. I totally get that and I respect it. It's just yeah, man. oh, it's it's more of just curiosity right. of what would have been, you know. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you'll and I, you know, with someone like Heath Ledger, you feel that way for the rest of like thinking about movies, like oh, he might have been that role, he might have done that thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, man. So, did you watch that Fresh Prince trailer reboot? I did, thing? and I, I feel weird about it. And it, it, I, kinda... it looks so weird. It's yeah. it's such a weird vibe, and I <laughs> it feels like an SNL parody at times. Yeah, and it, it's weird because it, it it's kind of the same thing we were just talking about with Black Panther. It's hard to mm-hmm. go back and capture that same magic without that iconic theme song, without that iconic cast, without um you know the joy. Humor? Of yeah. I was gonna, yeah. Any of that. Yeah. There's, it is dark. Right. Like, it, it doesn't even feel like it resonates dark. Is it know? still Fresh Prince? You no. know? That's the thing. It's its own thing. So, should it have been called something else entirely other than, like, even referencing Will Smith? Should it just been, like, alright, look, we're gonna make this project. It's going to, vaguely resemble <laughs> what you thought it was going to be with the fresh print, you know, like, but it's, it's, I not. mean, I think that's what they're doing, but like when you have the characters with the same names and everything like that, it's just like, what is this? That's kind of how I felt watching the trailer. I was like, what is this? Yeah. And I was on board for the concept, but it's just like, why are we, why is this like the gritty Batman reboot of fresh Prince of Bel Air? <laughs> Can you think of anything, any type of remake or continuation that has just gone that hard left into something that's like that serious versus, you know, lighthearted and fun? Interesting. Um, off the top of my head, no. Like a like a dark, gritty reboot sort of situation. Yeah. I mean, there have been a lot of, like, reimaginings that have been darker and stuff like that, but I don't know if it's been like this. Yeah, not Jesus. that closely tied to the original no. and, and not such a different tone. The only thing I can really think of, um, two things come to mind, and that's M.A.S.H. when they got rid of the laugh track, kind of, kind of, you know? Right. Um, because it, it took a distinctively serious turn at that point. The other thing that comes to mind is that what's happening the sitcom What's Happening was kind of a spinoff of Cooley High. Those are two very different vibes right there, you know? I don't know what Cooley High is. Cooley High was a movie uh, that came out about um, just life in Chicago and, and these young black men trying to basically just live their lives and survive. And yeah. What's Happening is kind of that, but not really. <laughs> <laughs> Buffy the Vampire Slayer Ooh, okay. was definitely like a darker that that show got dark at times. Yeah. Really dark. Yeah, that's a good pull. I like that one. Yeah, but even then I don't I wouldn't say it was as dark as this. No, no. But um it took itself a lot more seriously than the movie did. Yeah. 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 And Buffy still had so much fun at times too, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. It still had a lot of comedic moments. It still had it had a fucking musical episode. It was great. Well, you had so, to make you had to make space for those Warner Music uh, artists to have their moment to shine on the show. You can't just yeah. have her kicking ass all the time. You got to slow it down, baby. You, you got to get have... that frog to dance. That's right. <laughs> That's right. I forgot about Michigan J Frog. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Oh, that's something we should probably be covering, too. <laughs> the CW apparently is going up for sale. Um, oh, what the fuck was this story? Because I just caught this peripherally. That yeah. is a word. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, whatever. You did it. You did it. Um, I know. Fuck you all. 
So apparently Warner Brothers wants out of their slice of the CW. As folks know, the CW is a an amalgamation of the uh, the WB. rotted corpse of UPN and the WB. Yeah. UPN belonging to CBS. I and want this to be the return of the WB. That would be epic. I would I love want, that. I want grounded teen soaps. I want my Felicities back. I want my Dawson's Creek back. I want my One Tree Hills, my Smallville's. Well, no, not Smallville. Not the Smallville's. We got too much of those. We've, we've got too much of that now. But you know, in the beginning, Smallville was so much more grounded and everything. Yeah. It was an anomaly. You can it have all OG. of those. You can have all of those if I can have my Wayne's brothers, if I can have my parenthood, if I can have my sister's sister, my Jamie Foxx show. Yeah. We can all be happy. Absolutely. Yes. I <laughs> want this. Like, I... We need shows like that again. We do. Like, seeing everyone talk about Euphoria and stuff like that, I'm like, this is the teen show now? Like, no. I want grounded, realistic teen dramas again. Mm. My heart needs it. Yep. I can write it. Hire me, CW. There you go. I've got concepts. (laughs) I've got scripts. (laughs) Scripts and concepts. Yes. So, um, Warner Brothers wants out all of their... DC stuff would probably go over to HBO Max, I'd imagine, over time. Yeah, and a lot of those shows are on their way out anyway. Yeah, yeah. And you can tell they're all winding down. I've, I've said multiple times here that The Flash just doesn't do it for me anymore, and I used to be so hyped for that show. It's unfortunate. Same. Um, but yeah, uh, it's, they say it's been unprofitable for quite some time, so they're ready to move on. I mean, I can imagine those shows are really fucking expensive, so... Yeah. I mean, you're basically housing several adults to go, you're, you're paying them to go live in, in Toronto, uh, you know, for months on end, uh, to uproot their lives and just go there and film shows about them running very fast and flying through the air and using bad CG to do it all. You can tell it's, too. I was going to say it's CGI. Mm, they have really cut down on that budget. You can, oh boy. I really think like, the King Shark episodes of The Flash were like the height of their CGI prowess, and then they just were like, "Yeah, that's too much money. We can't do that anymore. No more, no more monkeys, no so more sad. sharks. No, no, no." I haven't watched no no monkeys. I haven't watched The Flash in like years now. So, mm. yeah, yeah, cannot recommend. It's it's okay, you know, but mm. there's better stuff to watch out there right now. Yeah, maybe I'll revisit it when it's all over, you know? Maybe. Stargirl's pretty good. I enjoy that. Yeah, I just think it's time to reboot that whole situation. Like, I don't know. I feel, you know what, I agree with you. Like, the network, I mean. <laughs> yeah, the network. <laughs> Not just the DC stuff. Do a do a crisis right. for, for the CW. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We need a crisis intervention for the CW. We need a final night. We need a... What's Marvel's big one? Uh, <laughs> we uh, need, civil we, War? We need a Civil War, an Infinity War even, an Endgame. Yeah. <laughs> for the CW. That would that would so rock. I would love that. Um, yeah. Lots of weird stuff going on. I saw this story right before we started, too. Uh, Apple... Is working on some some uh, well they've 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 patented some technology now uh, for those who follow patents in video gaming and stuff like that over the years you know that sometimes nothing comes of these patents in any way whatsoever right and sometimes years later an old patent from Nintendo will actually come to fruition like their motion technology uh, that sort of thing so it's kind of interesting Apple has patented technology. Uh, for for some glasses that will adjust themselves to a user's prescription on the fly. Now, you may be asking yourself, why would Apple care about something like that? And I want you to consider VR technology. So VR helmets now, the Oculus Rifts and the, and the PlayStation VR, which PSVR 2 was announced, by the way. Um, you know, one of the Ooh. biggest downfalls to those things is that if you wear prescription glasses, sometimes you're not going to be able to fit them in that headset. 
And so a workaround for some people is that they get prescription lenses fitted into their VR headsets. And that can be incredibly expensive, expensive. I'm sure you can imagine. Um, yeah, contacts are an option, but everybody can't wear contacts. So Apple has the idea that for their, for their AR glasses, they're going to just have people's uh, prescription, uh, programmed into it. Now, the downside to that, and what I'd love to see them explain is what happens when the battery runs out. Are you just blind if you're wearing these as your prescription glasses? Are you just fucked if the, if the charge is not up to snuff? Guess you gotta bring extras. Right. If you get an error 404, is it just like, well, I guess I'm going home or I'm, I'm sitting here and waiting for somebody to come get me because I can't see. I imagine that everybody with with uh, prescription glasses is like Mr. Magoo because I know I am. So, yeah. Basically, everyone I've met with prescription glasses is Mr. Magoo. Mm. <laughs> Y'all are Magoos. Yeah. <laughs> Timbaland and Magoo. Um, yeah. So that's I, I love the idea of that technology. I would love to see what they actually do with it, how they pitch it. Um, the VR aspect, of course, makes the most sense. But even I don't know, dude. I'm just like, just wear regular fucking glasses. I don't know. <laughs> just maybe stuff I'm, them in there. Maybe Come this on. is my old curmudgeon like <laughs> ways where, yes, okay, I, I, that's cool. You should be able to enjoy that technology. Find a way to do that. But I'm like, we're going to have like full-on glasses be technology-based like that? Mm. I don't know. That seems like a lot. Well, I would imagine as well for the optometry industry, you know, instead of that massive... Guillermo del Toro Pan's Labyrinth looking device that you have to put in front of your face to see what your prescription is. They can just slap a pair of these glasses on you, let them do the work, read the output and say, okay, you're negative 350 in this eye and negative 250 in this one or something like that. Those doctors don't want new technology. I've worked with them. You know, they can remote. They don't want to learn new shit at all. I got my eyes checked like a few months ago. And the doctor's telling me we can remote in to work. I'm like, how the fuck do you do that? That makes no sense. I have to come yeah. here and read letters off of a wall. How are you telling me what my prescription is? I <laughs> Over Zoom. I fucking can't with never. Oh, my God. I can't. It's wild. I'm so glad I don't deal with them anymore. <laughs> Damn it. I mean, I got my own set of new shit. But, yeah, I'm like, Jesus. Mm-hmm. Like, I, <sighs> I don't trust myself to All do right. that. Anyway. No, I don't either. That's yeah. weird. There are certain things you can do remotely and certain things you can't. And that's one that I would say you can't. Right. Okay. Are we get ready to get into the wall of weird? Let's do it. All right. So an English woman has gone viral. And this is on TikTok, by the way. After sharing the extreme lengths, she went to find out more about her boyfriend's faithfulness. After finding a tampon and mascara underneath his wardrobe. Uh oh. Dresser, Americans. Okay, okay. Um, so this Louis Saunders, um, went as far as to contact Tampax to find out the exact manufacturing date. Holy shit. For the tampon. She, she Saunders shared. Yeah, so they'll find out, y'all. You can't, you can't do this shit. Mm-hmm. Saunders shared a video of her TikTok on Monday. It has gained 3.8 million views. Um, the pair were not yet in an official relationship at the time, but had been speaking kind of seriously for a few months. I'm sorry. Let's let's pause for a second. Yeah, I have thoughts a too. Few let's, months? let's 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 compare notes here. Okay. A few months. Mm-hmm. No, it, no, no. I'm sorry. It, no, no, you, I, I don't, why are you guys fucking people for months and not making it official if that's what you want? Not, not talking about, you know, hooking up or whatever. If everyone's consenting and cool, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But why are you hooking up for months and then it's like, well, we're talking about becoming a couple. Yeah. What? That that quote seems very wishy-washy right there. Speaking kind of seriously for a few months. Speaking. No, you're hooking up. If you're in his bedroom, you're not speaking about anything. You are hooking up. That's yeah, what's yeah. going and on. You're, and like if if you want a relationship and it's been over I I would say a month tops and like there's no 
sign of an actual commitment, then you need to just not anymore. And if a man is grown enough to have a wardrobe in his bedroom, well, he's grown enough to let you know what's going on after a month. That's just inconsiderate. They know, too. They know. They know if they want to date you. They know if they want you to be their girlfriend or if they just want to fuck you. Okay. So that's that's point number one for me. Point number two, yeah. all this is going on. You talked about the 3.8 million views on her TikTok, right? Yes. Why right. doesn't the boyfriend follow her on TikTok? Why was he not aware of the of the shenanigans that were happening? Oh, right I'm sure he knows nose. by now. I'm sure he knows by now. By now, All right, yes. we're not going to end, though. Okay, okay. When you find a tampon and a mascara under your boyfriend's wardrobe and they deny everything and you have to investigate for yourself, she wrote on screen, showing herself looking underneath the wardrobe. Who was filming her? She was filming herself. Okay. After discovering the objects to be mascara and a tampon, she turned her trust to Tampax to find out when it was made by emailing the company herself. I'm not sure how the idea came to be. Uh, uh, it came to my head, to be honest. Saunders told Newsweek. By the way, this is a Newsweek article. Okay. I genuinely do not think they would did not think they would reply, which made it even more hilarious. Which she is clearly like making a joke out of all of this she i i think um she asked tampox uh, tampax why do i keep saying tampox <laughs> tampox <laughs> tampox like, and destroyer okay sorry because it's like it's like i took ugh, it's like i took kotex and tampax and put it together um ask about the code on the packet and request if there's a way to find out when <laughs> a tampon was manufactured uh. i found it in my boy friend's drawer so i am doing some investigating hold up shout out to tampax for like being a homie like i got you sis we're gonna tampax figure this gave out gave them a code like the yo. code on the wrapper <laughs> is the production code indicates the date the tampons were manufactured based on that code the tampon uh in the photo was made on december 11th 2019 oh shit pre-pandemic mm-hmm so it's all um, above board there, at least. Okay. So she deciphered when it was made. But this is so much. Just fuck people you trust instead. <laughs> what are you doing? The the first letter is Holy the end shit. of the year. Hold on. This is like we got the fucking Da Vinci Code crack yes. here, guys. The first letter is the end of the year. The following three indicates the date with 124 me- meaning the 124th day of the year. So May 4th. Holy shit. She followed up with a disclaimer on how long tampons last and whether or not they should be used after the shelf life. This video was taken in May of 2021. Um, we have a very good relationship with, um, my humor. And anyway, she's like, oh yeah, she's like, it was never serious or malicious. It's uh-huh. just a joke. Sure. That's real funny. Um, <laughs> and then after she said, <clears throat> after the video went popular, she did a follow up detailing what happened. She says it was basically my first time at Finn's house. I wasn't looking around or anything. Oh. I could see under the wardrobe. Wait a minute. She wasn't looking around, yet her ass got deep into that wardrobe underneath it and found a tampon and mascara. She also says it's the first time at his house. After months. After months? So... So, this is continuing quote. So then I got them out. It was a tampon and mascara, and I was obviously questioning him. Whose is this? Whose is this? Whose is this? And prior to this, he'd said that he'd never had a girl stay in that room. Yeah. Um, the and then she is... attempted to put the mascara's code into the site, <laughs> found out finding the manufacturing date. That didn't work. So then there was a code on the side of the tampon. Obviously, I'm going to email Tampax. Obviously, I'm going to email Tampax. <laughs> okay. All right. Mm-hmm. She expressed that sending that message to Tampax was a bit of a joke. <laughs> Finn's reaction at the time was that he found it very funny when he realized it wasn't serious. He is now officially her boyfriend. They found love in this moment. <laughs> um, she says to this day, we will never know where that where that came from. She says it 
it belonged to the previous tenants of the room. She okay. says, I believe him. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. I mean, this is... This is why... It's on the wall of weird for a reason. Both of them are red flags. All, all Everyone involved here is a giant, glowing Everyone red flag. here is garbage. Maybe they're perfect for each other. Maybe. You know what? I hope they stay together for a long time. It's just like my girl's principle. If you're over there, I know where you are. You're made for each other. Yeah. Have at it. it, Just the the toxicity of this. The the toxic shock syndrome of this, (laughs) if you will. If you will. (laughs) I just, I saw that and I was like, I... I can't imagine that level of losing it. I'd be done. I'd, I'd fucking leave. Yeah. I I would not speak to you again. I'd just be fucking done with you. I mean, yeah. Just, I oh, want you all to get higher standards, for it's, real. It's just a joke. I'm going to look up this number and see exactly <laughs> when this was made to see when someone might have been in this room. <laughs> I'll let you know what's going on. Hee-hee. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Mm. No. No. Shit. What I love about this article, too, on Newsweek is the names of the authors in the column to the right. I don't know if you see the same ones I do, but we have a Froma Harrop from a Harrop. We have Jonathan Tobin, Virginia Gentles, Darvio Morrow. Darvio, homie. Virginia Gentles? Yeah. Virginia Gentles, yeah. (laughs) Joe Hipsky? (laughs) <laughs> these these sound like made up people I'm sorry they all sound like Parks and Rec names yeah like you know how he used to give people the weirdest names mm-hmm. that's what it sounds like to me <laughs> Tommy Daytona um yeah <laughs> Tommy Daytona oh my god <laughs> so yeah that was our world of weird man it's been a while since we had a good one thank you for sharing that that was a ride for sure and I'm are, sorry, I had to I had to write down Tommy Daytona because that might be the episode name. You guys will know when this is released what we went with. But anyway, you know Tommy Daytona. You you watch what we do in the shadows, right? Yeah, I've seen some of it. Okay, it's good. yeah, it is good. Um, but the URL for this article itself: Tampax Video Tampon Mascara Girlfriend. It's like something you ordered off Wish. <laughs> <laughs> like, like it came in wrong. Oh, what is this in the mail? It's your Tampax Video Tampon Mascara Girlfriend. (laughs) Just what I ordered seven weeks ago. (laughs) Well, folks, I hope you've enjoyed this ride as much as we have. Thank you for listening. Uh, As always, you can find us on the social medias at Lex and Matt across the board. You can follow us on Patreon or, you know, be a patron on Patreon Mm -hmm. where you'll get to suggest future episode topics for our mini episodes of which we posted one very recently on there for you that's patreon.com slash lex and matt also those in our patreon get to join in the most exclusive cool kids club on the internet which is our discord channel you're gonna love it there it's a lot of fun we jump in every day and talk to y'all about everything so every day right. we up in there mm-hmm. every day yeah <laughs> so come it's join fun. us i love that discord right. everyone's so nice and so amazing it's a great space it is and sometimes we give away music and video codes so yeah huzzah. we've been doing that yeah we'd be doing that <laughs> all right folks uh again thank you for listening as always i'm matt peters and i'm lex lutz be excellent to each other <laughs>